Summer Beer Cleese here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast, and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Why do you drink two glasses of water? Why do you got that? You know, I get so thirsty here on the show, I drink two, but I only fill them up halfway. So, technically it's one. No, I forgot a glass down here, and I was like, I gotta get some water! And then I come down, and there's already a glass here. I was like, ah. Oh. Alright, well, oh. now one is my pee glass, so I never have to leave for the next 24 hours. Smart. Thank Smart. you. Brilliant. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I think I thought somebody was knocking on my door, but I don't think they are. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Do you get a little scared? Do you I, I, now when people answer the door, are you like or knock on the door? Are you like, I didn't invite anyone over. Who is that? Yeah, most of the time. But I am expecting a uh, new washing dishwashing machine. So anytime now, that would be nice. Wow. But a new one. It broke. Yeah. Your old one broke. Yeah, get this. So like the littlest piece, you know, the little dispenser that you would put the soap pod in and then close the little door. Yeah. Like whatever latches that little door, tiny little plastic piece, it like it wouldn't latch. So they're like, well, we got to get you a new one. You know, I live in an apartment, so I'm not buying it, obviously. I'm like, really? For that? They're like, yeah, it's just as expensive, probably. I'm like, okay. Probably? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude's like, well, it's not my money either. So, well, get you a new one. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. Just get a new one. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Someone's paying for it. <laughs> Brutal. Everyone's this fucking building. Yeah. Well, then that was like a month ago. So I kind of wish they would have just gave me the part. Yeah. Just replace the part. Unbelievable. Well, shout out to the committee that's here already. We've got uh, Boot. He is here. Boot, what's up to you? Good, sir. Hello. We got uh, Donna here as well. Hi, Donna. Donna says, what's going on? What's up, Donna? Good old hot Donna. Hey, Donna. That's right. And you've got, look at this fine gentleman, the committee chair himself. Colin says, what's up, fellas? Colin, are you out of a job? Did I see that? I didn't, I didn't process that information yesterday. Sorry, dude. What happened? Let us know. Dude, that post was like a week ago. He's got, he got furloughed. He did? Laid off. I didn't see I don't know the if post. it's seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, dude, yesterday, I mean, his sister is sick, too, if we want to really dive into Colin's life. Really? I saw his sister was uh, in the hospital with COVID. So uh, thoughts and prayers, my man. Definitely was thinking about you yesterday. I didn't see any of this. I'm sorry, Colin. I didn't hear about that. The algorithm's not showing me any of your stuff. I mean, sometimes he yeah, does, you're but getting... it's, not, it's showing me all the happy stuff. I don't know. Not all the sad, like, real-life stuff. I don't see yeah. any of this. <laughs> Goddamn algorithm. You're, this is like Hulu. You don't you don't get it till the next week, you know, so you're behind. <laughs> That's don't, right. Don't, t- don't tell me what happened. Don't tell me what happened. I haven't seen that yet. It's not on Hulu. That's exactly right. Way to spoil Colin's life story for me. <laughs> you, God. Jeez. My bad. Really ruined it. God. Ugh. Don't worry. There's more. There's oh, more. There's more? Oh, I'm God, sure. I don't want any more. That's enough. That's enough going on in his life. Well, hello. Shout out to the committee. Make sure if you're here, you're hitting subscribe. You're hitting the like button. You're hitting all the buttons. I don't know. Bells and subscribes and I don't know what else is there. Likes, thumbs up, shares, comments, all that stuff. That'd be awesome. We really appreciate you being here. Comedy and finance. It's a one-of-a-kind show. We're turning this into something. And I'm happy that you're here along for the ride. We got a good one today, dude. We are going to be talking about the new Dr. Doom. This guy, oh. Dr. Doom, Armageddon. Who was, who was the first one? Was a that a superhero character. Bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, okay. Got it. Yeah. 
Dr. Doom. You got MF Doom, the rapper, RIP to him. But now we have the new Dr. Doom. All right. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be today. Crazy one. I'm looking forward to this. This is exciting. We had a preface yesterday with MMT theory just so we could talk about this dude today. Plus, giving out a hundred bucks. My last $100 for my stimulus check is going out the door. No, I'm not doing this again with the next stimulus check. I am keeping oh, that one. <laughs> Once they pass that thing. Once Biden signs his old Herbie Hancock on that thing. That'd be great. Uh, here we go. Colin is now weighing in here. He said, we are laid off for the week. Can't get any chemicals for Texas because of the freeze. We may go back for one week. Then we may be laid off again. All right. So there you go. So the old ice storm in Texas still wreaking havoc on people's lives. Yeah. Colin, he says, thanks for the prayers, Pike. There you go. Yes. Best of all. Yeah. Good vibes. Well, intentions. Thinking of you, Colin and your sister. That's, uh, that's scary. scary. That's some scary shit. Uh, hey, I also made something really cool. You want me to want me to show it to you here before we get to? Uh, let me ask you this: Is it a sweater? No. Well, then no. A sweater would be more impressive, but it's the yeah, tank be the only factory. Thing I'd want to see tank factory, oh. Pike. Okay, fine. I'll see that. Okay, all you got to do is say, "Let's go to the tank factory," or say, "Let's enter the tank factory." Why don't we enter the Take Factory? Now entering the Take Factory. <laughs> yes. Yes. Incredible. Is it? Is it? I'm not sold on it, dude. I'm kind of like out on the old Take Factory graphic. I feel like it needs to be more intense. I mean, maybe a few more like sirens, like <laughs> like like picture a nuclear plant going into crisis mode. Yes, I want more of that. We need we need like, like the you're right. We need the the alarms. The like oh. that the doorbell. Yeah, I got it. All right, all right. Well, boy, we entered the take factory and Pike scared Pike away here. One more time, take factory. Now entering the take factory. I'll put a little red flashing lights up in the corners and stuff, and then we'll we'll do it. Did you let someone in the door or what? Dude, no, it's not. Nobody was there. Either it's a, a kid just giving me a hard time or somebody's upstairs doing some work on the apartment above. I think that's probably it. Everybody is just replacing dishwashers. They're just... Uh, it's not plugged well, in. It makes me... Get a new one. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, this, it, it makes me nervous, though, because that means somebody's probably moving in upstairs because I don't think we've had anybody up there the whole time we've lived here. And, you know, that, like, can only be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. True. I understand. <sighs> oh, I hear him. All right. Yeah, that knocking's uh, apparently not going to go away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, let's start the show here. We got Pike. He's not a financial advisor, but he's on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. Make sure you're following him. On all social media, I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. Also, not a financial advisor, but I appreciate the follow on all social media as well. Once again, like I said before, giving out 100 bucks today via Instagram. Shout out to the winner. We'll be going with that here in a little bit. So thank you so much for being here. Pike, before we get any further into the show, we're lollygagging today. Hey, let me ask you this. Who is the hottest TV mom? Ooh, hottest TV mom. Hottest TV mom. Really good question. Hmm. I'm thinking like, of course, my brain goes to 90s sitcoms. Yeah. And none of them. Like first Jill, where I go. Jill, right. Jill Taylor, not hot. No. Uh, no. Mom from Boy Meets World, getting hotter, still not hot. Uh... Okay, Full House Mom was like dead or missing or something, right? Did we ever even see her? I don't even think we saw her. No, that's why I think she might be dead. Yeah, but you know what? She's got, yeah, I think she was dead on the show, but I think, I think she must have been good looking because none of those kids look like Bob Saget, like thankfully. <laughs> 
Because he's really good. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the horniest guy, isn't it? Bob Saget? Hello, Leanne. Yeah. Thanks for being here. What do you mean? Why, why is Bob Saget the horniest why, guy? Haven't you listened to like his stand-up? Oh, he's yeah. super horny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Off topic. Let's go with uh. Who you got, dude? Boy, hottest TV, TV mom, dude. Holy, have I only watched two shows? <laughs> What's going on right now, dude? Name a show. Fuck, I don't know. Oh, you gotta think of a, a show with mothers in it. That's not easy. But I mean, no. you have what? Family ties. You got the Brady Bunch. You've got um, Mr. Belvedere. No. Uh, you have no. Uh, Happy Days. You have. <laughs> they're, Mrs. They're, C they're is nasty. definitely not one of the hottest mothers. No. Mrs. C. Hey, Mrs. C. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Colin is just crushing it over here. You ready for this one? Sophia Vergara. Oh my God. Uh, is she a mom on the show? I've never watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a mom. Without a doubt. That is the definitely the hottest TV mom ever. And she's a mom in real life, too. So she's I think she's the hottest mom. Whew. She's up there. She's like a top 10 hot mom worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. What about King of Queens? Do they have kids? Because she's pretty hot, right? No. I don't remember her name, but no. The former Scientologist right. lady. Oh, Leah Rimney. That's it. Not a mom. That's her. Rimney. On on the show. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a, a mom in mind or should we move on? No, no. I, I'm good, bro. I'm finished. Hey, would you rather... Let me ask you this. Okay. Would you rather collect uh, $1 million cash tax-free or have Dave Grohl uh, readily available to you uh, for the rest of your life, whether it be to hang out, to perform a show, uh, to just like have somebody to talk to if you're feeling sad. Yeah. To make dinner. He's like, like whatever my, you want. Like he's, he's basically my man a slave. One. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, slave. Oh boy. <laughs> well, well, well. No, I sounded like line. I compared my wife to my oh my own personal servant. Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. not what I'm saying is my yeah. wife. Um Just like that. Let's see. Uh one million dollars tax free or Dave Grohl at my beck and call whenever I want him. Mm -hmm. Dave Grohl, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's invaluable, really. Well, yeah. Plus, he has paid probably a million bucks for a show as is. Yeah, he's selling out the forum. He's selling out arenas. You could just do, hey, Dave, I need you to play this show. We'll split it 50-50. And then, boom, you're in the money after two shows. You already got your million bucks. Come on. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. Not in this situation. There's no way to recoup the money. You can't make money off of Dave. He's just a friend. Not an asset. So stop trying to cheat the question. <laughs> All right, well... This changes okay. everything. If I can't make money off Dave Grohl being besties with me, don't get me wrong. Dave, I would value our friendship. I really would. But I need the million dollars, bro. I need the cash right now. Thank you. I can, I'd rather have a million dollars than never meet Dave Grohl. I wouldn't pay a million dollars to meet Dave, would you? What? No, meet him. But for the rest of your life, you have this impossibly cool thing that nobody else could even dream of. It's like, hey, you know, oh, your kid's birthday is coming up. You don't know what to get him. Why don't I have my buddy Dave play a full set? Mm. And, he'll, and he'll serve food because he's part slave. No, <laughs> I think, dude, then I would be being used by all these douchebag friends of mine just because they'd be like, bro, you know, I know a guy who could get Dave Grohl. And then I'm just the Dave Grohl guy. I'm not even like my own person anymore. When really, I just want to be used for my money like every other rich person. So give me the million bucks, dude. All right. Give me Dave. You would take Dave? I'll be the cool. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Dude, I don't. Colin, of money course. doesn't mean as much to me. What? 
Okay. Colin, furloughed Colin says $1 million hands down. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm just not, I'm not as big of a money guy as you all. I'm about experiences. Sure. Yeah, I just like the fact that you're the one with the job right now, so it's easy for you to say that. I'm not a big money guy right now, all right? Ugh. Got paychecks easy coming now. in, bro. Easy for you to say. Oh, come on. What? You're giving cash out. You just gave out a whole 600 bucks. I'm not doing that. About to give out the last $100 of my 600 Yeah, I know. Talk about, talk about flexing. Like, yeah, I don't even have a job and I can give out 600 bucks. I mean, look how stable I am. <laughs> I don't have an infinite dollar amount. That was a calculated, calculated thing, right? I'm not just on a whim going, yeah, I'm just going to give out my, okay, that's when I kind of went on a whim and I said, yeah, I'm just going to give out my cash, you know, but yeah. I tried to make it as calculated as possible. But uh, look, yeah, thank you, Colin. Appreciate it. Colin's sitting here saying Sparks can help me invest the money. Exactly. Which is kind of what we're going to be talking about today, dude, on the show. So let's go over the new Dr. Doom, talk about what the hell's happening there, and then give out 100 bucks, and then we'll get to the news that matters. That sound good? I love it. And can I tease my story at the end for news Please. that matters? Because it yeah. is the best and maybe the most untimely sad story that we've ever had on the show. Jesus Christ. The best and untimely sad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm actually considering not doing it anymore. But <laughs> I think I have to. <laughs> well, now I got to know it's what it's about. Late. Now I need to know. Okay. Your T's work perfectly. Uh, so last week on... I should say so far this week on the show, we've talked about dollar cost averaging and how it's a strategy to fight against the human psyche, right? Where you play the average of the market in total. Yesterday, we talked about MMT theory, which is basically, hey, man, we're just going to print a bunch of cash and then finance ourselves and borrow money from ourselves and then control inflation and debt and, and basically the everything running rampant and out of control via taxes, right? Taxes are going to keep everything in check. That's a quick, dumb summary of MMT theory. We're on the same page, right? I can't hear you now. Now it's gone again. I can't hear you. Can't hear you. Yep. Shboop. Yep. We're just going to say, yeah, I'm a genius. That's right. Thank you very much. He's back. Okay. Yes, we're on the same page. Um, MMT. I actually thought about it today. I was on the elevator and I'm like, MMT. What was that again? And I go, <laughs> modern money theory. And I got excited. Like I could, I could talk about this to somebody and sound really fucking smart. That's but it, nobody dude. was around. God. Would be on the elevator. Be like, yo, bro, what do you think of MMT? You like, huh? Like, what MMT? You don't know? And then get off and just. Make him sit there and go, fuck, why don't I know that? That's yeah, dude. smart. God, he's so smart. He's talking about theories, macroeconomic theories. This is pretty amazing stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can feel a lot smarter when you listen to this dumb show. I mean, it's really kind of a, it's a paradox. It really is. But today, we're talking about this dude right here. Check out this guy. Boom. His name's Michael J. Burry. Michael J. Burry oh, I hate what he's doing with his hair. <laughs> God. Oh, just like I don't even like it looks like Duncan Sheik. I don't even I'm not even sure what Duncan Sheik looks like, but that that's gotta be it. Well, you know, don't get hung up because he literally changes this every couple days. He changes his oh. header, he changes his profile picture, he's constantly changing all his stuff. Uh like this header, this is brand new. He just had Dr. Seuss. Now he's got, it looks like something here about an article. I see Game Shop, GameStop shares, the big short, all this kind of stuff. So let's talk about this guy right here. He is what I'm calling the new Dr. Doom. Okay. He is saying shit's about to go down and I'm warning you. And I think it's definitely worth listening to this guy because this guy is pretty smart. He's smarter than you and I bike probably combined when it comes to investing if you ask that guy in the elevator i was with he might disagree 
<laughs> it's I'm a the great smartest point. dude he knows. It's a great point. The guy who didn't exist. You're right. That guy would probably <laughs> agree with you. Yeah. So, all right. Who is Michael J. Burry? Now, when I call him Dr. Michael Burry, he is actually a doctor. So let's start there. He is a medical doctor. He, he didn't finish his, he got his medical degree from, he went to UCLA. He went to Vanderbilt. He was getting his uh, residency, I believe, at Stanford. He dropped out because he wanted to focus on investing. So he is an actual medical doctor. He's not practicing, but he still retains his license. So when people call him Dr. Burry, he's a, he's like a doctor. This dude's a real doctor, which is kind of crazy because he he's a little out there. He's a little bit strange and he knows it and he doesn't give a fuck because he's super rich now at this point. So he ran a hedge fund called Scion Capital, which became famous because he... Remember the Great Recession, 2008, every, everything sucked. You were poor, I was poor, everybody was poor, except for this guy. Yes. Subprime mortgage loans, it was a bubble, it popped. Uh, tons of banks went under because they were on the hook for all these things, right? It was just a, it was a financial nightmare. It kind of put the whole world into a recession. Except this guy... That guy with the hang uh, bangs in front of his eyes, fucking culture club over here. He, yeah, <laughs> sorry, this guy, this guy was not only trying to fight Harry Potter, but he was also straight up <laughs> making his clients seven hundred million dollars because he shorted it. He shorted the subprime mortgage crisis and the subprime loan market. He himself made over $100 million, and he was one of the few people to say, hey, this housing bubble thing is a bubble thing, and it's going to pop, and everybody's going to lose their goddamn homes. And so he convinced banks to effectively say, hey, I want to place a bet that this thing's going to pop. And they're like, dude, the housing market's the most stable shit in the world. What are you talking about? Sure, we'll take your money. And then it paid off, and they made a movie about it, called the big short oh. did you remember the big short I, that was my next question actually i've heard of the movie uh now i know what it's about and then i was gonna be like shit was that about this guy this guy and this guy was okay. was uh yeah christian bale played him in the movie right but yeah. he you know yeah. he didn't look like sad trent Reznor. he just looked like a dude here and obviously michael burry <laughs> has got a taste in metal because on his on his uh Twitter right now, he's got nothing but metal bands. He's got Devil Driver, The Entombed, As I Lay Dying, Obituary, The Band. He's got all these metal bands. So he's a huge metal head, which I love. I'm a big fan of. But he is... That's random as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I told you, he's a little out there, okay? He is a little out there. And now he's saying some cryptic shit over on Twitter. And it's kind of tough to get these tweets down because he deletes all his tweets. Like he'll tweet it and then delete it, tweet it and then delete it. So there's websites that are capturing his tweets. I grabbed, I grabbed some here. Uh, I believe it's zero hedge, zero hedge started grabbing his tweets. So when he starts tweeting out some cryptic doom and gloom Armageddon shit, let's pay attention because this guy knows what he's talking about. He also made a ton of cash on GameStop. He was there before anybody else. Years before GameStop blew up, he was on GameStop. He was on the subprime uh, mortgage bubble. He was on that. This dude has made hundreds of millions of dollars. Let's read his tweets, shall we? Okay, please. Here's what he's saying. This is February 20th, last month. This is what he had to say. The U.S. government is inviting inflation with its... What is that, Pike? Inflation? No, MMT, tinged policy. Oh, oh, Jesus. Money, modern technology. That's not it, but close. The modern monetary theory we learned about yesterday. MMT, policies, brisk debt, GDP, M2 increases with retail sales, PMI stage five recovery, or not stage five, stage V recovery. That means like, you know, 
the economy is going to go and then and then bounce back up like a V-shaped recovery. Okay. Okay. I'll go through and explain all these trillions more stimulus and reopening to boost demand as employee and supply chain chain costs skyrocket. Hashtag here it goes paradigm shift. Whoa. And then he links to uh, a report about uh, a couple things. And then he has a, a graph that he also links to here. So let's go through this tweet. Cause again, it sounds like he's talking gibberish and it's pretty cryptic, pretty cryptic shit. You ready? Here we go. You, the U S government is inviting inflation. We understand that with its MMT tinged policies. We understand that right. MMT tinged policies where the government, they think we don't need to finance. We just print the money Give it out. Don't worry about the national deficit. How do we keep inflation and the economy in check? By raising taxes. Got it, right? That's a real rough breakdown of MMT. That's what he's referring to here. Brisk debt to GDP, right? So that's uh, taking on a, a lot of debt towards gross domestic product. M2 increases while retail sales PMI Stage V recovery. So M2 is what the feds look at. There's M1 and then there's M2. It's really kind of the, the Federal Reserve puts out information on M2, which is essentially all the money that you have, as in U.S. consumers that they have on hand, is essentially it. So you're looking at dollars and cents. You're looking at... Uh, uh, how much money is in your bank account? You're looking at all that kind of stuff. That's what M2 okay. is saying. How much, basically, how much cash is on hand in the U.S. consumer market? How much can they pony up? Okay. So then he goes on to say trillions more stimulus, right? That's the new stimulus package that's coming out and reopening to boost demand as employee and supply chains, supply chain costs skyrocket. So essentially, he's saying, look, this pandemic's coming to an end, dude. We're going to start reopening soon. Everyone's getting the vaccine fast, which is great. The economy's going to get back on track, but we're pumping in trillions of dollars in a stimulus. At the same time, we are, this MMT-tinged policies are going out the door. The, he's essentially saying, look, the economy is going to run way too hot, bro. This is going to be hyperinflation type shit. Here's another tweet from him. He goes on to say this right here. Throughout these years, the structure was quietly building itself up for the blow. Germany's hashtag inflation cycle ran not for a year, but for nine years, representing eight years of gestation and only one year of collapse. Then he goes on to say, this is his punchline here. And that makes the ominous, uh, he basically, okay, so he goes, 10, 2010 to 2021 was the gestation period before the economic collapse. He's referring to America, bro. When the dollars might, when dollars might as well be falling from the sky, management teams get creative and ultimately take more risk. Paying out debt finance dividends to investors or investing in risky growth opportunities has been, been uh, has beaten a frugal mentality hands down. So he's saying for the past 10 years, we are in this gestation period of only stocks go up, bro. Only stocks go up, man. You cannot lose in the market. We are crushing it, right? <laughs> At the same time, the feds have 0% interest rate, right? You got Jerome Powell just pulling that lever down. Mm, mm, mm. Come on, economy, right? Having sex with it. It looks like it's kind of the same perfect storm. Now, they're talking about why, I believe it's Weimir, Germany. Let me look it up. Why mere? Hey, while well, you look that up, Sparks, listen, buddy. Uh, you know, I know I'm saying a lot of things here and contributing, but I got to go to the bathroom so, so bad. Okay, it's go. It's not going to wait. Go. I'll be back. That's fine. All right. So this is uh, while he's leaving, he doesn't pay attention anyway. I'm just going to talk to you. So check this out. Why mere Germany was this city in Germany. I think it's a republic, actually. That had hyperinflation in the 1900s, so much so that they were talking like literally wallpapering the walls of their house and because the money was worth 
fucking nothing. Like people were coming out of the bank with a wheelbarrow of cash. And it's happened now. It's called hyperinflation. It's happened in places like Iran, Venezuela. That's happening right now. It's out of control where you can work eight hours a day at McDonald's, but you can't afford a small fry at the end of it because they're paying the minimum wage. And at the same time, the minimum, the dollar in like Venezuela, the Bolivares or the Bolivar are worth nothing, barely even worth the print of the paper that they're printed on. So that's what, that's essentially what he's, he's hinting at here, which is like fucking crazy, crazy that that is going on. Let's go back here. We've got uh, Leanne says, love it. Thanks, Leanne. Hopefully it's not too boring. Appreciate it. We got uh, Leanne sending some black hearts. All right. There you go. I absolutely love it. Colin says, look at me. I'm Pike. I have a job. All you jobless suckers bow to me. Yeah, dude. This guy. Look, he should just leave the show in the middle of the show. Because he has to pee. Like, talk about privilege. See what I mean? I've peed three times. I've pissed my pants three times already in the show. I've drank two... I'm on my second glass of water. Look at this. Second glass of water. Oh, let me fit. I haven't had to, I haven't had a pee. I haven't had a pee yet. I mean, I haven't had to get up to pee. Jesus, how long is this? How long is this one? <sighs> oh, God, Jesus Christ. You know, I just said I pissed my pants three times in the show. I've drank. I'm on my second glass of water, and I haven't had to get up. That's that's the privilege of a person with a job right there. That's what you're feeling. Uh, well, first of all, let's be clear. That was not a piss. Okay. I, I didn't just take five minutes and pull a back muscle taking a piss. Okay. That was an emergency. <laughs> oh, so it was more than just urine is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Number two. You know what I'm saying? Ugh, awful. Ass trash booty cheeks. Mm-hmm. Mm know exactly what you're saying. All right, so why Mayor Germany was this place in the 1900s that had hyperinflation? That's what I said yesterday. Hey, we're talking about wallpapering the walls with the dollar bills because they're worth fucking nothing. That's essentially what this dude over here, Trent Reznor, is gonna is saying is going to happen to the United States here. Uh -oh. Dr. Burry. Okay. What year in Germany... Uh are we kind of modeling ourselves after? Uh, 1914. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shit. Shit. This is, this is like, it happened like post world war one where Germany was getting like the shit kicked out of it here. Like they taxed yeah. it heavily. They were punishing Germany for going to war with the world, you know, kind of, I, I get it, you know, but what Germany had to do was to try to re jumpstart their economies. They just started flooding the economy with currency. Marks is what they were called. So they just started pumping in cash into this thing, which it was going fucking great. It was like, oh my God, this is amazing. We're crushing it. Right. And then in 1923 or something like that, it just exploded. Inflation went to, you know, you're looking at like 2,000, 3,000% inflation. Oh, Bill, God. the mark was worth like nothing. That's what he's saying is going to happen here in, in America. Can you imagine, dude? That's insane. So you got, I mean, when he talks about hashtag paradigm shift, that's big. And this isn't just some, I know he looks kind of weird, right? Whatever. Who cares? I'm telling you, this dude you kind of got to listen to him. He's he's the dude I called it of the stock market. Okay, so are we really like, I mean, in 1914, we don't know as much as we know now. Like, how would we possibly as a country allow that to happen? Or is it out of our control? I mean, we are kind of allowing it to happen. We're passing a stimulus. Another one. And don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm like for the stimulus. You got a lot of people out of jobs that need that need money. A lot of people have been placed. Don't you in think? And, and this is like entry level 
analysis of the stimulus. Okay. But in my head, like the, you know, there's a big thing where people this time around, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars, you're not going to get it. Like really, shouldn't we do even more yet to narrow it down to people who actually need it? Because so many people, and I know there are places and people who have really been affected, but shit, most people I know not. Okay. So it's just fucking Christmas for them. I see what you mean. So you're saying they should be even more targeted with the stimulus check. Yes. Like I, for example, people who lost money, not just made the same. Got it. So I understand. Yeah. Well, I mean, it phases out after you make a certain amount of cash. So I feel like, I think it's married couples. It's 150,000. It's not even a hundred, mm-hmm. 150 grand. But I, yeah, I agree. It could be more targeted, but then again, they're handing out, they're handing out cash. They're going to get votes. I mean, that's it. That's just it. I, I, mean, I think that's what it comes down to. It, it like exists for the, this reason. Unemployment is stimulus for people who need it. So like, why, right. why are we stimming, stimming up all these other people? Because so they, they want, buy here, here's my, votes. here's my thing. I am a hundred percent for giving the stimulus to people. I am not a hundred percent for giving the stimulus to businesses. The first $2.2 trillion stimulus that was passed, a lot, most of that money didn't go to the people. It went to businesses. It went to loans for, and you know, that's when the, all the news was coming out. Oh, Kanye got, got a, uh, a stimulus, a loan, right? A business loan because he's a business owner. Yes. He had all these people jump on it take advantage of essentially free cash and they just whoop the paycheck uh, protection program, the PPP loans that they were giving out. It's essentially like free money. So they were just, you had all these businesses grabbing it and what happens? They grab it and they still lay you off. And now the business is in better shape and they've let the paycheck protection didn't protect their paychecks. It kept the business open, but it didn't keep people employed. So, I'm I'm a proponent for just give the people the money. If you have a good business, if you have a a, a quality company that's going to attract people and you're doing a good job, guess what? You're going to get more money from people once it's once it's available. So I'm all I'm all for the money that's going to go into the stimulus for the majority of people. I think it's going to keep the lights on. It's going to pay the bills. It's going to pay back rent. It's going to pay down a credit card. And guess what? The companies are going to finally get their cash that they deserve. They earned it. But when it goes to like a business, I always feel like small businesses, sure, they're going to use the money. Big businesses, they're just pocketing that shit, dude. You know what I mean? They're just. Yeah. Like you said, Kanye, I saw the same thing with like Tom Brady. I mean, the examples were endless of these people that like, geez, Tom, I think you could have used like one check from Sunday and paid everybody exactly yeah i am right there with you dude yeah i mean it, i'm living i'm living so i mean yeah dude that's your dollars that's your tax money mm-hmm. what do you think are we headed towards uh are we headed towards the apocalypse as dr doom you know, says over here my thing i just always generally believe that um no because we, we're not going to let it happen. Much how Jesus makes the choice for you when it's time to go to heaven or hell. He always chooses he- heaven. And that's what I think my, my Lord and Savior, uh, Joe Biden, will not allow that to happen. Do you think that, what, you uh, think? what, what would Jesus say? What would, would Jesus approve of the paradigm shift here or no? <laughs> uh, well, why don't we ask him, Jesus? Approve or not approve? Jesus approves. Jesus approves of the paradigm shift. Oh my God. Yikes. Not the answer I was hoping for. No, no, this is terrifying. This is terrifying. Can we enter the take factory and do our little predicament here of what's going to happen? Let's go in. Now entering the take factory. You first, Mike. Go ahead. What do you got, man? What do you think? What's going to happen here to the U.S. economy? Prices skyrocket. Okay. Um, People 
gonna die. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and there's no way to stop it. <laughs> That's what I think. Whoa. Yeah. Prices skyrocket think? and people die. That's your <laughs> bold prediction here on what's gonna happen. Yeah. One then the other. Dude, are they gonna kill each other over like the the cost of toast now or something? Don't tell me you can't hear me oh again. I can't uh, see you. I got freaking iTunes playing music all the time. <laughs> it's what a disaster. <laughs> can you hear me uh, now okay. or no? I, I can hear you. I just can't see you. So why don't you go ahead with your hot take? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm in the now entering the tank factory. Oh, yeah. So here's what's going to happen. board with Michael Burry here. I think Dr. Doom Michael J. Burry is going to be right. I think the economy is going to be a little toasty, okay? And much like the old 20s of the 1900s, people were riding high for a long time and then what was that? Black Tuesday or whatever? The stock market crashed? The Great Depression happened? Now, I don't think it's going to quite be that bad. I don't think it's going to be a great depression, but I feel like we are, we're coming into an era. We've been riding high on the bull for a long time. I think it might be a little, uh, might be a little time for a correction. Now uh, I am probably wrong and I hope I am. And I am, how am I preparing for it? I don't know yet. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know. Some guy, just some guy, but Dude, this guy has called it twice. And he's obviously way smarter than me. So do I feel like it's going to be an all uh, an outright paradigm shift and hyperinflation is going to go absolutely bananas? No. Do I feel like the, the Fed is going to raise interest rates really high? They should. They should start raising them higher right now so they have a little bit more room to play with if the, if the economy starts tanking again then they have room to lower those interest rates and get get the try to jumpstart the economy a little bit more, uh, a little bit more but right now dude they are playing a dangerous game they're on a they're on the knife's edge so i'm going with i'm going with this guy over here voldemort i'm i'm on this guy's this guy's page <laughs> okay i'm with them too are you <laughs> all i got is duncan chic though and that's not a very great reference <sighs> no I don't understand it, to be honest with you. Do you know who Duncan Cheek is? He sings a wonderful song from the 90s. Because I'm barely breathing. I can't find the air. Don't know who I'm kidding. Imagining you care. Okay. Oh, awful. Ass trash booty cheeks. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Donkey Ass. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, let's give away some cash here. The final $100 giveaway, that's what we are talking about. Will your money be worth anything here in the next couple months? Who the fuck knows? But is it worth $100 right now? It is. So make sure you get it and you put it somewhere you want to, all right? Whether that's buy something nice for yourself or maybe you're sitting there going, I'm going to invest this thing. Here we go. We are talking Instagram. I went to another random, uh, this is a completely random pick. Congratulations to my final $100 giveaway. I will Venmo, Z is it Zell? Is it Zelly? Hell, it could it? be either. Uh, Cash App, PayPal, well, however I can send this $100, I'm going to send it to you. Thank you to Rogdog84. Rogdog. 84. It's uh it's you, my friend. Congratulations. You got yourself a hundred bucks. I'll DM you. I will contact you and then I will get some info information from you. And then uh, I'll hook you up with a hundred bucks, man. Pretty exciting. Oh, what a day. Mm. You ever won anything like that before? Have you just gotten like, hey man, you got a hundred bucks just in your DM? Just boom. 
Dude, legitimate. I, I don't think I've won or been picked for anything except for this thing in first grade. I remember getting my name drawn and thinking it was the coolest fucking thing. <sighs> Turns out it was because it would never happen again. Ah, <sighs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Won a raffle. Ever? Yeah. No. Dude, mm-hmm. and then you find these people that win all the time, and it's what? Like, what? What's the deal? It's got to be Jesus, right? Jesus approves. You know, I, I've won a couple raffles. I don't win all the time, but I win. I win enough where I'm like, hey, I think I got a shot. You know, I'm like dumb enough to think that. Yeah. So. Oh, trust me, I still, I still believe that. I just never do. <laughs> <laughs> I keep buying them. Uh, Colin says, congrats, uh, raw dog. It's not raw dog. It's rog dog. R-O-G, rog dog. 84. Same thing. <laughs> He's still not using a condom. You got, uh, Colin says, good thing I'm already broke, so the fall of the economy won't affect me much. Yeah, man. That's the time. That's the time you go in on things, bro. Right? They say you make money when you buy, not when you sell. That's what I'm talking about. Just hold back. Yep, got Got to spend money to make money, which or, is like a prob- probably solid advice when it comes to like finance and investing. But I, I use that for like gambling, you know, which is not correct. No, that's actually really bad gambling advice, too. That's like the worst. It's not even yeah, not even good advice in its own genre of advice. Well, no, basically what it means is that if you're out of money and you're deciding whether to go back to the ATM or not. You tell yourself you got to spend money to make money, and you keep saying that until eventually you win. Oh man, there it is. There's a horrible, horrible piece of advice. That's how you gamble. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> All right, you want to get to the news that matters? Oh, do I? <laughs> yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit! Now, this is a pretty sensitive subject, just altogether. So I don't want to make light of it, but it, I will read you this headline, okay? COVID-19 patient died after experience experiencing a three-hour erection that doctors struggled to treat. Okay? Now, this man... Um, this has been reported, by the way, in the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. The 69-year-old man, which what are the fucking chances? <laughs> yeah. Went to the emergency room after medication his doctor had prescribed him didn't help with his shortness of breath. Well, the man who had obesity, he'd been coughing for a week, developed a fever. ER doctors test him for COVID, comes back positive. Okay. Well, now, over the next 10 days, his health's deteriorating has to go into the hospital. So then they hook him up to a ventilator. He was turned face down to stimulate airflow through his body. And about 12 hours later, a nurse discovered that the man was experiencing a strange COVID-19 symptom that had been reported only once before, an hours-long lasting erection. Now, this is rare. It affects people over 30. It's common in things like sickle cell anemia, leukemia, but in COVID-19, it's rarely happened. Okay, so what happened next? You got to be wondering. All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, They flipped him back onto his back. So now he's, you know, flag is flying straight up. They tried to use ice packs to bring the erection down, which normally would work. It would work for me anyway. (laughs) Now that didn't work. An ice pack. Next. Oh my God. You know what else brings it down? What's that? A woman's cold shoulder. Oh, man. Is that just... Every time. They're like, hey! Wow. Oh. Yeah. Sad. Well, next, when that didn't work, the ice packs failed, the doctors gave his penis an ultrasound. They saw that the blood vessels were clear and working properly, so they diagnosed him with uh, another disease. So then... They inserted two needles into his penile oh, shaft to drain right. the blood. Okay. I'd rather go talk about the downfall of America, which we were doing here in the last segment, than this. The downfall of this man's erection? No, God. Because guess what? Th- 30 minutes later, after they shoved needles in there, uh, the erection was gone, which makes sense. How could it not be? 
and that's not, I mean, the end of the story is he died. So I don't know what <laughs> he ended up dying from complications though. They, they do note here that at the time of his death, he did not have an erection. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Medical doctors. <laughs> I mean, that's more for the family. It's closure. <laughs> right. Right. They didn't, they weren't able to record his time of death because they were using his rod as a, sundial they were just like put him in front of the window time of death it went down damn it <laughs> it's right three o'clock it doesn't matter whatever uh, wow bummer yeah it's dead first of all there's a lot to unpack on this story there's a lot going on here one mm -hmm. covid can give you three hour erections like that's 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 unbelievable uh, yes. Yes, it is. And what would you, I mean, not much use for a three-hour stiffy. One <laughs> hour, maybe. What's that? Did you ever see uh, Walk Hard? Did you ever see that movie? Yes. Right. <laughs> he goes, if you, yeah. Right. If you have an erection lasting more than four hours, call more ladies. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That whole that whole sequence with Tim Meadows, where he you know Dewey Cox walks in, he's like, yeah. "Get out of here, Dewey! You don't want none of this shit." You don't shit. want none. Of what it. is it? <laughs> it's reefer. <laughs> like, well, does it does it give you a hangover? I don't want no hangover. He's like, "No, it doesn't give you a hangover." <laughs> Was it expensive? It's the cheapest drug you can get. <laughs> <laughs> can I get addicted uh, to it? No, it's. It does not. It's non-habit forming. <laughs> non well, can I can I can I OD on it? You can't OD on it. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good sequence. Uh, here we go. Colin says so. The takeaway from Pike's news that matters that he wanted to talk about erections. Yeah, I think he did. I think that's exactly what you were going for here. But I am not going to confirm or deny that. I mean, but you're probably right. I think a three-hour erection is newsworthy. Would I have told that story if there wasn't an erection in it? No. 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 So, yes, you're right. Yeah, definitely right. Yeah, but if you had a three-hour rod, dude, I mean, you would tell everyone, wouldn't you? I would. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would. Yeah. Are yeah. you kidding me? I wouldn't tell them how big it was, but... <laughs> yeah. What's the one. longest you've had one? What's the longest you've, like flown that flag uh generally it's about the same length sometimes you can squeeze a maybe a half inch extra out no of it, i'm not talking about length i'm not talking about length no. i'm saying time how long have you <laughs> if you really got a throbber maybe maybe a half inch <laughs> then it starts to hurt <laughs> I'm, not, I'm saying how long was the longest amount of time that you've uh... gotcha <laughs> you know I, I don't know dude like some of those nights where it's like it's probably not 100% but like 75 you know it can go for a while it can be a yeah. could be an hour could be could be passing that 60 minute echelon <laughs> I know you've woken up with it, right? Of course you've woken up. But at the same time, how long has that been there? Should I be worried if that was Great. an eight hour? Quite, you know? Great question. You don't know. Yeah, you're, you can, I guess, have your wife keep an eye on it if you really want to know. How about you? It's almost did, like did you, you need... bring it up because you have a really impressive... No, it or I brought up the length of time. No, I've never had it for, you know, but it gets me, it makes me like wonder like, all right, what if I set up like an electric fence? Like you put a little dog collar on it. And if you lay down on your back and it breaks that line, as soon as it starts going, this is, you get a, you get a little jolt, you know, like it thinks it ran past the fence. On its way up or down? Down. Are you trying to like de deter boners or encourage them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying.
trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep it uh, in one direction. My one direction uh, erection. <laughs> like the boy band. Okay. I'm putting the Harry in Harry Styles in my one erection. Yeah, nailed it. Thank you. Topical. Zane Fallick. <laughs> I'm finished. It's <laughs> more like it. Nobody else knows any other person in that dumb group. All right, so here's my story. Not as exciting, but definitely what the hell is going on? Kia. You've heard of Kias? Correct. Dude, they're recalling 380,000 vehicles. And they told the people, oh. don't park them in your garage. Okay. Because they can just catch fire and explode. They just are sitting there off, and all of a sudden they just. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dude. Oh, God. It's like when those phones were just blowing up. Yeah. That's another Korean product. What's up with Korea? What's going on? Your cars just catch fire. Your phones just catch fire. Never been a fan personally of South Korea, South Korea, or no, I'm sorry, North Korea, the bad one. All right, let's get your shit South together, your Pike. All right, you can't just hate all of the Koreas. Okay, one Korea is definitely the bad Korea. The other Korea is the good Korea. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing these Kias are coming out of North Korea. No, there's nothing coming out of North Korea. There's Oh, there's only South Korean products. North Korea doesn't produce anything except for nuclear weapons and horrible haircuts. Sounds like these vehicles are uh, blowing up. Maybe we ought to look into it. So wait a minute. You're saying that maybe the North Koreans jumped into the Korea factory or Kia factory, not the Korea factory, the Kia factory. (laughs) And then they, they sabotaged these Beautiful vehicles. I love me a Kia. And then what happens? They ship them over 380,000 Kias to the United States and they start lighting American homes on fire. That's actually a pretty, pretty brilliant terrorist tactic there. It is. Why Why use one big missile when you can send over 380,000 four-door missiles? That's, that's right. Yeah. Do you want an economy class missile? Because you got it. It's called a four-door Sophia. Sophia? Sorrento? Sorrento. That's it. That's the only one I know. That's it. It's uh, the 2021 Sportage SUVs, 2017 through 2019 Cadenza Sedans. (laughs) They're lighting people's houses on fire, dude. Dude, that, that would be amazing if that happened to you. Only because like of the lawsuit, right? Like Huge if you can lawsuit. like get your shit out of there in time, yeah, it'd be worth it. Yeah. This family I knew growing up, they had a turkey fryer, like one of those, you know, things you'd use in your garage. Started the whole house on fire, burned down everything. Like, yeah, they lost a few photos and things, but they got three times the house after that. I don't think they'd trade it for a second. <laughs> so you're saying you're advising all Kia owners to park their car as close to their house as possible. Yes. Do not open any emails from Kia <laughs> to throw away any mail and don't answer any phone calls because yes, probably trying to warn you. Pack your to-go bag. Keep your family outside yeah. in a tent and just park that car in the house is what you're saying. <laughs> Honey, Turn the heat you want up. a new kitchen? Well, we have to sleep in the tent for a couple days. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. Just wait a minute. Hold on. Go to bed every night hoping you smell fire. Mm. <sighs> Is that a cadenza fire do I smell? Because I smell payday, baby. Payday. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Donna wants to weigh in here. Donna, about your boner story. She said, I wrote to Viagra and asked them to put my phone number on the box. Oh, boy. All right. There you go. That's it for the show. Shout out to the committee for being here. We got Donna. We got Colin. We got Leanne. We got The Boot. All watching live over there. YouTube.com slash 
Sparks Radio. Thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. Always appreciate the thumbs up, the likes, the comments, the telling a friend, even the rating and review that we have over here. Friday, Pike is going to eat an entire jar of mayonnaise. No more. I'm missing a tooth. I have a hole in my face excuse. It's bullshit anyway. We are going to get him to do it. I cannot wait to see him. Make sure you're watching that. Follow him on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. You posting more over there on Twitter? Well, I'm going to puke. Mm, don't um, worry about it. I'm going to uh, chop it up like I a montage. did something yesterday. Every spoonful of mayonnaise you eat, I'm going to just cut it up like, oh, 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 oh. it's going to be disgusting. And I cannot wait. Okay. You're going to edit out the vomit or no? No, the vomit. That's like, fuck. That's, that's the prize, man. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. They go over to uh, Instagram and congratulate Rogdog84 for winning himself 100 bucks. That's it for us. Any last words, Pike? Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. So over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.